This is the Public Speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. When you're thinking about following up with your professional contacts, do you ever procrastinate because you're not quite sure what to say? In today's episode, I'll cover quick and dirty tips for developing, deepening, and rekindling connections in your professional network. I recently received this email from a Korean listener who preferred to remain anonymous. She wrote, I was wondering if you could talk about how to get back in touch with people who you've worked with in the past. What do you say in an email to them? I have some clients that I've worked with about a year ago, and I wanted to stay in touch with them, but I've procrastinated on it because I never knew what to say. I feel like I'm socially awkward via email and in person, so I ended up never emailing them. Is it too late to contact them now? First, no, it's not too late. It's never too late to connect with colleagues and clients. I think most of us are so busy that when others reach out to us, we're happy for the contact, no matter how much time's passed. And by the way, you should know that you're not alone. At just about every networking seminar that I deliver, someone wants to know exactly how to keep in touch with someone after an initial contact. Like you, many admit that they procrastinated and then eventually gave up, mostly because they were unsure how to move the conversation forward and then too much time had passed. I like to imagine my professional network like a funnel with a wide opening at the top, which gradually narrows down into a small opening at the bottom. Every day I have dozens of interactions and conversations, both in person and electronic, all of which pour into the top of the funnel. Of course, some spill out, where others begin the journey down into the narrow neck of the funnel. With more contact, I discover and develop connections. The process is iterative. The more conversations, the more commonalities I discover, and the closer the connection. In my mind, the stronger the connection, the further down into the neck of the funnel. Although as time passes, some of your connections might become weaker or even disappear. But of course, it's normal for people's priorities and interests to ebb and flow. However, if you're fortunate, you'll develop strong, deep, trusting relationships with a select few. These, I imagine, as the few drops that come out at the end of the funnel. So for me, networking is an ongoing process of communication with the goal of developing closer, solid, quality relationships. I think lots of us get stuck near the top of the funnel, investing time and effort adding more and more contacts into the top. However, it's equally important, if not more important, to patiently, persistently, and professionally communicate with your contacts so that you can transform them into connections and then into relationships. So here are some practical, actionable tips to build closer relationships. First, don't pester people, but do check in. I definitely favor very brief personal communication over those longer impersonal bulk updates. For my clients, it's very common for me to send an email or leave a phone message that says, hey, just checking in, how's it going? Or we haven't talked in a while, just wondering how you're doing. Really, it's that simple. I almost always get a reply, and sometimes right away, sometimes not for several weeks. Sometimes clients even respond by asking for information or asking if I'm available on a certain date. Usually, though, they just give me a quick update, sometimes personal and sometimes professional. The problem for me is to remember to do the task. So I've set up a separate Google Calendar that just keeps track of my networking activities. I set task reminders to check in either once a quarter or once every six months, depending on the relationship. 
The idea is to ensure that I have contact at least once every three to six months. By the way, I don't do this for all my contacts, only selected contacts. Another easy way to stay in contact is to celebrate achievements, theirs and yours. Let's say I notice that someone got a research grant or they got a new job or I hear they finally sold their house. I'll send a quick, hey, congratulations, way to go, message. Occasionally, when something good happens to me, I might send an email that says, just a quick update, I'm excited because I just got an article published. Any good news on your end? In a way, it gives my connections permission to brag a bit. And I really enjoy reading the responses because it allows me to get to know what's important for that particular person. For someone I haven't contacted in quite some time, say an old coworker that I lost track of, I might just say something like, hey, just wondering what you've been up to since the last time we talked. I'd love to hear from you when you get a chance. If it's a new contact, it takes a bit more effort and time. With new contacts, you have two goals, to explore for more common ground and to offer your help. When I have time, I try to review online profiles to see if there's anything we have in common, maybe a common contact, maybe a common school, or any common interest. I try to find something to ask a question about. The topic really isn't nearly as important as advancing the conversation. The easiest thing to do is to ask a question or two that the person can respond to. I always hope that the person will respond with answers and a few more questions for me to keep the conversation moving forward. As I've mentioned, it's always important to offer your help. I've discussed this in previous episodes, but I can't emphasize it enough. Networking, especially at the beginning, is about giving to others. Every person has professional currency to offer. For example, I might offer to help connect people in my network. I might review a book or a blog. I might offer encouragement. I might offer some advice or make a recommendation or a referral. Or I might even offer to speak at an event. We all have talents, and a sincere offer of your assistance can go a long way towards building a relationship. I really like it when I get an email with a link to something that I might find interesting or useful. However, I definitely prefer when the person very briefly explains why I might find the link useful or why it might be interesting. I receive so many, it's just hard to know which to look at, so I appreciate a rough categorization of what was sent so I can decide if I want to look at it. I found that the fastest way to advance an initial contact is through a live conversation. I prefer to simply talk or joke with somebody in person I think it allows me to get to know the person more naturally, and to be quite honest, it's faster. Because very few of my contacts are local, my preferred method of meeting is video chat. Actually, even for local people, I still prefer to meet via video chat the first few times. Because, well, I prefer not to travel if it's not absolutely necessary. But of course, meeting for meals or coffee or participating in activities you both enjoy is a great way to build and extend relationships. So there you have it, some quick and dirty tips for rekindling, deepening, and developing connections in your professional network. This is Lisa B. Marshall, passionate about communication. Your success is my business. For additional resources and sneak peeks at New Stuff, join the Public Speaker fan page on Facebook or join my newsletter. If you'd like to connect with me, feel free to join my networks on LinkedIn and Twitter. All the links are in the show notes. Quick and Dirty Tips recently added a new podcast. Each week, financial expert Andrew Horowitz teaches the basics of investing so you can weather the market volatility and maximize your investment returns. 
If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com. <laughs>